episode of Confessions of Disney Cast Member is brought to you by The Miniature Melt Shop. This business was started at the beginning of this year and the owners are from Salisbury which is right next to Stonehenge. She started making her business because of missing Disney so much and wanted to have something in her home that reminded her of Disney. This small business has spent a lot of time researching these scents to make them perfect for your home from the resorts to the parks. Her daughter actually helps with the business as well so they're a right little team. She helps with all the labelling for her amazing products. Wax melts, burners all look absolutely amazing. So many different scents too, from coffee on Main Street to Ohana to even Spaceship Air. So follow Miniature Melt Shop on Instagram, that is the Miniature Melt Shop on Instagram, and use our code MINIMELT10 for 10% off at their Etsy store. That's MINIMELT10 for 10% off. Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member, where I chat to Disney cast members from all walks of life and, of course, all walks of magic. For today's episode, I'll be talking with Anna Batty, who sprinkled her pixie dust on the CRP at the Rose and Crown in Epcot. Thank you for joining me, Anna. Thank you for having me, Bradley. Oh, I'm quite sad we've only got 20 minutes because I know that you could just fill me with all the, like, cracking one-liners. I know she doesn't shut up, so that's what that <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, right. You've okay. got twenty minutes, all right. Keep yeah. it, keep it quick. No, I'm joking. But let's let's get let's get cracking because we haven't got too long. So I want to get through as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can't. So not obviously for anyone that doesn't know us, but um, we were on the same program as each other about a couple of months apart. What was your inspiration for applying for the CRP? It was your first program, right? It was my first program. Yeah, I'd been waiting to apply for it for I think I think I first heard about it when I was 16 and I was 21 when I applied so I was waiting for ages because I wanted to you know you have to be minimum 18 then I wanted to do uni and apply but I wanted to work for Disney I wanted to live in America and I was like this is awesome for a year yeah it's it's the perfect balance isn't it like you want to work for the Disney company you want to play in the parks for a year and you want to live in America like it's the perfect opportunity if you if there if you've even got an ounce of any of those three things I think yeah 100% it was like it was like I was on holiday for a year which yeah. was just like so more so much more interesting than getting a job outside of uni oh totally <laughs> totally agree that's why I did it um what did you go for the food and beverage role because obviously we worked as service together did you apply for food and beverage or was merch ever a consideration Merch was never a consideration for me. Um, I had done so much research about um, food and Bev, and I just wanted to spend as much time as possible like speaking to people. Um, and so food and beverage seemed a little bit more interesting for me. And also I'd worked in a lot of like pubs and stuff. So I was kind of familiar with the whole it thing. It was anyway. best suited. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think the pace, I, I'm not to take away from the merch program because I know everyone that did, much loved it but mm. um the pace of food and beverage just fit me perfectly like I'm a very on the go like get up and go constantly on the move person so if, as much as it is super fast pace I think you'd agree that um if you're if you've got that frame of mind there's no other way than food and bev yeah yeah 100 percent yeah uh, and it, it, I don't regret the choice I mean merchandise seemed fun but like food and bev was definitely for me hundred percent uh how did you do you remember the moment that you got the job like and and what did you feel because oh yeah she's she's like you can't see her it was it was such a cinematic moment 
I it, love this. Like I just love the way written. you pick things. It's brilliant. <laughs> so I was working in a job that I really did not like. Um, I was working in sales um, for an events show. And I had this manager who was the worst manager I've ever had. He was just not a nice uh, manager. Um, and he just gave me so much anxiety and I dreaded coming to work and I felt like he was always just looking for ways to kind of get at me. And um, I was sat at my desk and he had just chewed me out in front of the entire floor. I mean, it wasn't really that many people, but still like super just unpleasant. Yeah. And I was kind of like, and then he walked into his office and I was like, kind of decompressing, like looking at the clock thinking how much longer have I got here? And I flipped my phone around because I had my phone face down. I flipped my phone around um, to check if I had any text or anything like that. And I saw the email from Disney International <gasps> Programs because I'd put them as a VIP. So I would get notified when I have an email yeah. from them. And I saw it saying, congratulations, like you've been accepted. And I was literally just like, this was the best thing that could have happened to me at this yeah. moment, or at any moment, really. I mean, and I remember I just picked up my phone and very nonchalantly, I just walked straight out of there. I just walked straight out and went outside and I was like calling everyone and just telling them. And I didn't even care. I was like, who, who cares? Because I went back in and everyone was like, where did you go? And I was like, well, the question is, where am I going? Yeah. And then here. Better than here, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that that was the moment. Oh my god, it's like such an amazing. It was such an amazing moment. It's like the start of a movie, like you said, cinematic. Like that is really the start of a movie, isn't it? Yeah, it was. I yeah, love it. I, I mean, the the program had so many ups and downs for me that it may as well have been a movie, really. Yeah. So touching on the program specifically, obviously we've already said that you worked as a server in food and beverage. Did you have any? Um, in the role particularly, did you have any moments where uh, that you that you can say you really, really like enjoyed or that didn't go so well for you? I mean, there's a, mo- a moment that really stood out for me um, that was, I mean, becoming a server at Disney for me was really hard. I worked because I have like, from medical history reasons, I have I basically have no balance and coordination and things like that. And so things that are so easy to other people aren't really that easy for me. Um, and going into service and being quick and on the ball and balancing plates and putting things away was really, really hard for me. And there was a moment where the manager took me to one side and said, I don't think you can do this. I don't think you're going to get to the standard. Um, if, if, if you can't do it, we'll just put you back on, on you know, the untipped thing and it's like a rite of passage you start yeah. untipped in front of house and then you move into service and I was like yeah, it's a part of the no. process yeah. yeah I was like no I'm not being held back from this and I went home and I <laughs> and I practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and I absolutely aced the service test the Amazing. the test on the last day where I, like they you know they score you and everything I, I aced it and the manager that told me that was the one that actually did my test and she said to me afterwards how like blown away she was so that's the moment I remember but in terms of like guests there is one moment so I was serving a table and it was coming towards because at the end of the night you know we have fireworks in the central lagoon and the rose and crown is on the lagoon um and we have that magical moment 
Yeah. Do you, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, so, I loved. I loved doing a magical moment. Some people yeah. would like shy away from it, but I was like, give me all the magical moments, please. Yeah. So for everyone that doesn't know, <laughs> which is probably like ninety percent of people in the world that don't know what the magical <laughs> moment at the Rose and Crown is, it's um, when the first firework goes up and kind of explodes in the fireworks show. We are we have a like a lightsaber, a Mickey Mouse lightsaber. And we usually have a kid and we phrase it all as, oh, Mickey's stuck on the monorail. Mickey's stuck somewhere and he can't. Because he is. He is stuck, obviously. Obviously. Mickey Mouse and his timekeeping. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Um, Or or you make your own variation of that. Can you help me set up? He said, can you help him set up the fireworks? And I was, so I was serving a table and it was an adult adult couple and um, their father. And he was in a wheelchair and he looked super, super frail. Um, and so I was just chatting to them as I do and they were telling me that you know he was having cancer treatment and it was kind of serious and Mm. they were just you know having a nice day and things like that and so I went to I can't remember I went to one of the coordinators or one of the managers I said you know could I take the magical moment for tonight can I do it because it's usually a little kid and it's usually one of the front of house people that do it but I said would you mind if I do it so they said yeah so I got everything together. I got the paper crown and I got the little certificate and I went up and got the lightsaber. And then <laughs> I remember when the kind of um, the introduction of the fireworks were coming on and, you know, the, over the speakers. And I said to him, I said, oh, you know, I can't remember what his name was, Steve or something. I was like, I'm looking for Steve. Oh, Steve, Mickey's stuck on the monorail. And he said to me that, you know, I have to ask you to help him. Like, <laughs> would you, could you mind helping him? So I took his hand in mine when the firework went off. You know, I lit up the lightsaber and yeah. wow, good job. Oh, thanks so much, Steve. Here's a certificate. Like, thank you so much. You saved it. Everyone here is so grateful. And I thought, oh, that was a cute like little memory that they can have. Of course. So I went back and I was like clearing all my stuff away, you know, the usual. Yeah. And the woman came to me and she was in tears. She was like in tears. And I was like, are you okay? Like, what's happened? And she was just God, like... Yeah, it's like, like something awful's happened. He's falling... Like, he was too he was too surprised and he's falling into the lagoon. Like, went into, like, went into, like, anaphylactic shock or something. Yeah, God, <laughs> um, And she was like, you know, this is... He's dying. This is his last... This is the last trip we can ever have with him. Um, and that was just so special. And, and yeah. thank you so much. And then I was like, well, now I'm crying. So they, we were both just stood there. She was like holding my hands and I was holding her hands and, and we both kind of stood there crying. And I was like, oh, oh God, I didn't realize it was that deep, but you know, now they have this memory. And that's yeah. something that I always, always think of because people misunderstand, people underestimate like how much Disney cast members make the Disney experience. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, it's those moments that you, do live for at least I I can speak on behalf of all of my friends and myself that that's what we all lived for it wasn't it's it, it's so much more than a job it is about making magic again I always say this but it's cheesy for people that don't know and haven't experienced what it feels like to be in that position where you are in charge of making magic but it's literally what it is it is just the most incredible feeling but this such a it's such a hard story to listen to but um but it's so it's so amazing at the same time that no matter what that family have gone through after then like at least you've like you said you've made such an incredible memory that they'll remember forever yeah no like it was just 
it was one of those things where it was like I just thought it would be a cute little cute little yeah. thing I'd do but I yeah you didn't really I didn't realize the impact that it would have like can you so. imagine trying to do something like that at like the harvester or Nando's like <laughs> you get booed off stage wouldn't you <laughs> Nando's they'd just be like uh could I get a room full of must write literally literally <laughs> well I'm gonna go and cry into my pillow now thanks Senna <laughs> Um, so obviously I say this on every podcast I think I'm going to say I think it's kind of going to become a thing and if I ever have merch it's going to be on the merch but RIP Disney housing <laughs> um, <laughs> but what was your um, Disney housing experience like I, obviously, I, obviously I know the answer to this but for anyone <laughs> listening what was your Disney housing experience like I mean my Disney housing experience was I was so 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 lucky with my Disney housing experience. I'd met my roommate Alison. Shout out Alison. Hi Alison. Hi Alison. So, um I met Alison on like the Facebook groups before um before we moved in. So we'd already like built up a, a friendship and a relationship. And I remember we moved into so we moved into a three bed um six person because for everyone listening you share a room in Disney. So no secrets yeah. there. No, no secrets there. You've got to really be quite, you know, precise on your timekeeping with your roommate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so <laughs> so yeah, we moved into we thought we were all gonna like Alice and I would be put with people that had never like we were all arrived together, but we actually moved into an apartment where the other two rooms were already occupied by Disney college program American students um that I was like oh well they weren't students they graduated but like participants on the program and so I was a little bit like it was like you're the new girl you're the new girl and you're walking in and they've already they've got their things and and stuff so I remember I I was really apprehensive about that at the start I was like oh god uh and just like hit it off hit it off Amazing. like I had Alison who I was close to and she worked in the Canada pavilion which was like next door to the UK pavilion yeah. so sometimes we go to work together I got I hit it off with Kat Kat is um she's an American she works in Animal Kingdom and we were just kind of like two peas on a pod yeah she's amazing of, yeah most of the program and Lauren as well lesser Lauren worked in one of the resorts um and yeah so I it was just like really it was really really fun I had a really really good um, and you had a really great neighbour, obviously. <laughs> Which one of you are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me. Hashtag yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was it was good. Like I I couldn't fault it. This away was was awesome. It was yeah. It party was, all the time. It was it was it was. I think we had you and me and Chloe had it so lucky that we li- ended up living on the same floor because obviously when I <sighs> first moved in, obviously. Cameron is one of my closest friends and we the fact we lived together was amazing and we didn't necessarily get on with our um housemates that well but that's just the way it goes sometimes but then it was like first you move in and I was like okay this is good we've got a UK up here and obviously it took us a while to like get past some stuff <laughs> um, <but> then- <laughs> yeah yeah you can check out the other podcast for some goss. I, th- I can't remember where we spoke about it, but I'm pretty sure we might have touched on it there. I don't think we spoke about it. Did we not? I, I okay. can't remember, no. We'll leave, we'll leave it off there. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it off there. This is a happy podcast. <laughs> um, and then Chloe yeah. 
moved in opposite me and it was just amazing it was the best time ever yeah because we were all such close we were in the same friendship group like can you imagine the look of that I can't remember how many buildings there were in in Vista there's like what 30 buildings or something so the chance yeah yeah like it was massive it went all the way back so the chance that three close friends get put on the same floor in three separate apartments though but on the same floor was like amazing amazing Oh, I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. So, I wish I lived that close to you guys now. I know. It sucks so much. It sucks so much. When this podcast gets really big, I'll just like, I'm just going to buy one of the Vista Way blocks now that I've sold it. And I, we can just all, that's weird. I'm not gonna I do don't it. think they've sold Vista Way though. They've sold oh, the other not. ones, but they, they've kept on Vista Way. Oh, yes. Keep up Vista Way. You got this. Oh, God. What those four walls would have seen them. <laughs> We're not getting into that. Okay. <laughs> We're not getting into that. We've got we've got like five minutes left, and I've still got too much to ask. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. Okay. So, what if you have a highlight of your program, Anna? What would you say it is? Do you have a like a number one highlight? Ah, I can't really pick a number a number one highlight. Uh, like every single to be able just to be with you and Kitty and Chloe and Emily and Sabrina, like the people that worked in the UK pavilion and being able to just be like, Hey, do you want to go to like, should we go to Typhoon Lagoon? Shall we yeah. go see a movie? Should we go there? The having that freedom to do that with your friends and make those memories with your friends was honestly like, there's so many to count that I, I can't even, even go into it. It was, there's just so many amazing memories. But one of them was I went to Vegas with my friend, Nick, who works in the Canada Pavilion. And yeah. that was one of the best trips of my life. But just having the freedom to do that. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Like, yeah, let's go to Vegas. Let's go here. Let's do that. In your case, let's go on a Disney cruise. Yeah, we'll go to Nashville. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk and get, about P- that and get PTSD, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a story for another day. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it just, I think it's just about maximizing your time there. For anyone listening, I think you'd agree with me, Anna, that it is, for if, you, if, you, if you want to do a program once it does reopen, and it will reopen one day, um, it is about maximizing the time that you have out there, doing everything, living like there's no tomorrow, and just, just not giving a care in the world. Obviously, you need to go to work, you need to do your job, but other than that, yeah. screw, screw judgment, screw anyone else's opinions on what you want to do with your time. It is your program. I'm glad because I spent a lot of my program. Like I, I'm thankful that looking back at it, there was never really a time in the program where I, I, I reserved myself from doing something because I was worried what people think. I know a lot Agreed. of people do that. I yeah. do know a lot of people suffer from that, which is a completely valid thing. Um, but I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out with this person. I don't yeah. care. Like I'm gonna go here. I don't care. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad that I did that because I'm, I made the most of what I could. Yeah. 100% agree. A um, final but very hard question you're going to hate me for um, is if you could go to Disney right now and at this second, what would you do? Like you've got you've got like a top of your list thing that you could do right now. I'm going to teleport you. Bang, you're there. Tell me. Oh, my God. Um, oh, I would. Oh, God. Uh-huh sorry um that's hard that's a hard question the first thing that came to I, I will answer organically the first thing that came to my mind was tower of terror really okay i've had a couple of tower of terrors already why tower of terror i i don't know because i it's was just, like this is this is how i feel this is how i feel being asked this question like i may as well be on <laughs> tower of terror being flung down like you know 
I think we all have, we all have those attractions though that are really close to our heart and that we just love and they're just like I think nostalgic. It, like yeah, it, it just, if they change to Disney, Disney, if you're listening to this, and I know you probably will. Yeah, they will because <laughs> it's cast members. Don't touch the Tower of Terror. You, no, you're, tu- you, you're touching Splash Mountain, and that's already enough. Okay. I mean, I'm. I mean. All for that, not gonna lie, all for it. But contrast, I know, but all for it. But yeah, I agree. Tower of Terror is just like I, thinking back to like family vacations when I was younger and just get a fast pass and you know, get excited. It was yeah. the ride, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, if you did Tower of Terror, if you did Tower of Terror, you were hard. Yes, 100%. you could take anything, you could take life if you take did on the, the Tower of Terror. Yeah, world. I loved getting. I loved sitting on our breaks and pre-meal and getting. Oh, looking at the fast passes. Yeah, getting a fast pass to Tower of Terror and being like, "Anna, do you want to come Hollywood Studios after work?" Hell yeah! Uh, but, but being Here like, yeah, <laughs> sit, sitting in that, yeah, sitting in that meeting, and then you know the manager's going, "Oh, we've got too many people, not many reservations," and then you just you kind of like you look over at your friend, and you like, "Should, should we, we should we ask, <laughs> should we ask for the shift off?" Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it is, for anyone, again, my main advice is literally do your program exactly how you want to do it because you have full control. I came back, I will be honest with people, I came back with no savings. Oh, I came back with nothing. Like because some people I, loads of money and fair to them, but I spent yeah, I made my money, I, I want it, I got it. Yeah. Like, I, I made it and I spent it and I had a brilliant time doing that's yeah. probably the third time in my life I said the word brilliant but I've had an amazing I had an amazing time doing <laughs> it so. you sounded like a news reporter with that accent like, <laughs> brilliant. brilliant uh no regrets no regrets no regrets across the chest just like the windows yeah. yeah um but yeah anyway we have run out of time ah where'd that time I'm go? very proud of myself I'm, that I'm was proud great. of myself yeah that was great that was so good but Anna thank you so much for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure as always and just thank one you. final big thank you to Anna Batty everyone <laughs> all the applause all, all the, the applause. applause all the applause thank you for listening don't forget to subscribe to this podcast follow our Instagram and listen to all the other episodes because they're all as magical as each other um keep spreading the magic everyone and bye for now